Hey everybody, welcome to the Retire with Freedom podcast. I'm Tad Hill alongside my beautiful and talented wife, Tony. This is the show all about achieving financial freedom so you can retire with confidence and accomplish your retirement dreams. Let's get started. And we're back. All right, Tony, you're running for office. But it's a, I don't want it's it. a retirement planning <laughs> office. Okay, We're, you're gonna you're gonna try to be elected as a retirement planner. Okay. What is your platform? Oh, okay. I think mine's gonna be. I had to pick one. Keeping people as safe as possible by managing risk. <laughs> <laughs> and the crowd goes wild. <laughs> it sounded like they did. Those were some good sound effects. Yeah. All right, wait a minute. So what did you say again? I'm going to keeping keep, people say that again. Keeping people safe by managing the risk. I mean, uh, there's I see that all the time. There's right. two I mean, there is a risk adjusted reward uh that needs to be managed and folks just don't understand that. Like they're taking so much either not enough risk cuz they're scared to so they're hiding under the couch <laughs> with their money. Which, which usually is a bad idea. Or they're they're trying to hit home runs and catch up and do all this stuff with the lack of either saving or they lost some money and they're trying to make it up. And they're taking way too much risk and they're just going to get clobbered, you know. And so, well, especially if they're just a few years away from retirement. I know. And it really, and that, that bothers me more than anything. I mean, here's the thing that I would say about managing risk. This is what I ask people. Ask yourself this. Would you rather fix a problem that's already happened and try to figure that out? Or would you rather solve, would you rather build solutions that are concerns that are going to happen down the road and you already have a solution in place? So when that problem arises, no sweat, we're just keeping on and keeping on. And people say, I'll stop doing this when it, it's like, are we going to yeah. close the barn door after all the horses get out? <laughs> it's, it's, it's like you're sitting at the the craps table or the blackjack oh. table or whatever and, and you are 3 way up it's 3 a.m and you know you need oh, to go you to bed even, you hate, you, <laughs> you, no i'm talking about you i'm not talking about me <laughs> okay so i'm let's, already in bed <laughs> let's give let's give our listeners a let's give our listeners a little bit of perspective here we we go places where we where i gamble probably once every five years exactly all right so let's let's not good news for the year yeah uh but you're sitting at the table and you're up big. Uh-huh. Take some off the table. Yeah, absolutely. And or you can just do like me and go to bed at ten o'clock. <laughs> don't go to the casino. I go. To, I don't go in the casino. I don't like gambling. <laughs> Every now and then, I can get you to sit at the blackjack table with me until people get tired of you not playing, and then they go, "Okay, ma'am, you're going to have to give up your seat." I know because it's just boring to me. I know. Sorry. Uh, blackjack is way more boring than throwing dice. Dice is exciting. I see that, and that game is just—it freaks me out. Well, there's a lot going on. Yeah, there is a lot going and, on. And, and here's the thing: don't gamble. Here's the lesson to learn there. Yeah. Don't gamble with money you're not willing to lose. Yeah. Gamble the money that you would have gone and spent on dinner. Yeah. I mean, if we, yeah, if we, if we go, you know, like the, once every five years we go to somewhere where there's a casino, a cruise ship, or something. You know, I I enjoy playing the games. Yeah. But I take the amount of money that I am willing to lose all of. Yeah. Now, I'm not happy if it happens. Right. But it's okay. I, I went in there going, this is my entertainment. I enjoy playing the game. Yep. I'm going to do it if I lose it. And that's really, if we're taking too much risk, especially with the stock market, mm -hmm. 
you need to be emotionally and mentally prepared for the reality that you could take a 40, 50, 60% hit if we see another financial crisis. And if that's not okay with you, you need you to be doing, be doing something it. different. Well, and, and the thing is, is if that happens right before or right after you retire, you're going to have to change your lifestyle yep. or keep working longer or go back to work. Tad Hill here. I wanted to take a quick break from the podcast to address a common question I get. The question is, how do I get started? And it's a great question, and the answer is different for everybody. Some people are best to come in for a one-on-one meeting out of the gate, but others want a little more information first. That's okay. If that sounds more like you, then listen closely, because we have awesome events and retirement planning courses throughout our local area specifically designed to help you learn how to address your top financial concerns with a group of your peers. At these events, you'll learn what the structure of a good retirement plan looks like, how to address each area of retirement planning, what questions you should ask an advisor, and what strategies to employ, plus a lot more. So if you're concerned about running out of money, you're wondering what's the best social security strategy for you and your family, or what kind of lifestyle you can actually sustain in retirement, these events may be perfect for you. Space is often limited, so be sure to RSVP for one soon. You can check out the upcoming courses in the area by clicking the link in this episode's description or by going to askfreedomfinancial.com. That's askfreedomfinancial.com. And great news for people that don't live in Birmingham, Alabama. We have recently videoed one of our courses. And so if you would like to get the online version, all you've got to do is call or text 205-988-0006. 205-988-0006 or go to askfreedomfinancial.com and request a login. I hope to see you at our next gathering. All right, Tad, so what if you were running for office? What would be your uh, what would be your campaign? Well, the uh, first thing I would make sure message. of is that I had an, an amazing spouse by my side. Do you okay. know anybody that would be willing to fill that role? Maybe. Uh, you know, I, I think the, the probably the thing that I would do is when we see people come in, their their biggest fear in retirement is running out of money. Yep, it is. And so I, I think my campaign platform would be elect me to be a retirement planner because I am good at helping you figure out how to put a plan in place so that you don't run out of money. And you don't have to worry about and it. And you don't have to worry about yeah. it. Now, I, I will say this. People have to participate. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, I can't know, chew their food for them. <laughs> well, we have unfortunately had situations where we put a plan in place that would work, but sometimes the behaviors that are required weren't congruent. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes people are spending too much, and even if they are made aware of that, mm-hmm. they don't do their part. Yeah. And now, a lot of times we'll have the flip side of that. I, I've family that, that you know very well, Tony, that's been uh, clients of ours for a long time. Um, they want to do some traveling, but they're scared to do it because they're scared of running out of money. And they are, I, I mean, I'm not saying, I mean, nobody knows. You can never say nothing would ever happen or something would never happen. But the chances of them running out of money are really, 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 really slim. Yeah, I mean, They've got many millions of dollars. And they don't overspend. Mm. So they can do all the traveling they want to do, but yet they're scared to do it because they're scared of running out of money. And, you know, we've put a plan in place where we've got lifetime income for them. We've got cash set aside for emergencies. We've got money invested for long-term growth. I mean, 
you know, we've covered the bases. They got belt and suspenders. Yeah, they've got a belt and suspenders and and everything else, and uh, and really they're they're still afraid to spend the money, which I find sad. Yeah, that is hard. I mean, there's there's a happy medium, and, and the other thing too, Tad, you were just talking about people that are overspending. I mean, most of the time that happens occasionally here with us, but when we're we start from ground up when we go through our process. I mean, and take walk people through it, and we're not just throwing numbers or guessing or saying something. Right. When they clearly see what can happen and how and when and all those things, most people are super on board with. Oh yeah, we we have no idea. Oh, we're just you know we of course we can do this or yes I can work another two years. Or, yeah, most people, people are, are willing to willing. do what is necessary. Absolutely, they, they just, just don't, didn't know. They don't know what to do exactly. And once they get that information, they're they're on board. I mean, and but you're right. Occasionally, it is sad because they don't. Some people just don't follow the advice. Sometimes. Yeah. So I, my point, my platform to to run for office as a retirement planner would be helping people not run out of money because I feel like that's a thing that we are really good at. Yeah. And, and, that's and, and my point was, but they've about. got to participate in it. But but I will say that 99% of the people that come in here, they want this to go well, and they're willing to do their part. They just don't know how to figure it all out. Right. You know, I was meeting with a, a family uh, last week, and you know he wants to retire in two years. And he said, I want to retire in two years, but I don't, I don't want to make a mistake. I don't want to retire and then realize that I shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. But I also don't want to keep working if I don't have to. You know, we've got things we want to do. They want to travel. And uh, I think, you know, they're willing to spend the money to travel. And he said, I just, I just, I don't want to do less than we can because we don't really care about leaving money behind. Uh, and I don't, you know, I don't want to end up wishing that we had done things that we could have done and were scared to do it. Right. But I also don't want to jump off this cliff called retirement and realize that I made a mistake. Right. And I don't know how to figure all that out. We've done a good job of spending less than we make. We've done a good job of saving money. You know, we've invested moderately over the years, not too aggressive, not too conservative. And, and they have plenty of money. I just don't know how much we can spend and, and what's okay to do and what's not okay to do. Now we're going to do the getting to know you segment. All and, right, so um, I'm going to, I'm going to, we just got this. We, <laughs> we, so just, we don't get a chance to prepare for these, so I'm going to ask you first. Wait, I'm pulling it up. They say that smell is the sense most closely tied to memory. What's a distinct smell that you remember or something you could smell right now that would take you back to a certain place in time? This is a weird question. <laughs> That's why they ask them. We're trying to get to know who you are. What's going on in your olfactory senses? Okay. And how is it tied to your brain and your memory? Um, okay. So I guess I'm going to have to say men's cologne. <laughs> yeah. Is it just like in general? Um, well, okay. So here's here's the story. When I was really little, I don't know, even know how old. Yeah. Um, I, I must have really liked men's cologne. Well, I think, at least nothing's changed. <laughs> like my dad or something must have worn it. I'm not really sure. So, yeah, because um, I've I've never been a cologne wearer, but if I want to make you have, if I want to do something <laughs> special for you, you put the smell good on. I put cologne on because I know how much you like it. So anyway, um, but when I was really little, everybody in the family gives me a hard time because um, we had some kind of workman in the house. I don't know if it was a plumber or a painter or something when I was little. And then he he had been in the kitchen, and then I guess he, he had just left. I walk in and I'm sure I guess his his pungent cologne was lingering in the room 
And uh, they said I was like, hey, it smells like a man passed by in here. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my thing. It smells like a man passed by. So when you when you smell men's cologne, does it still take you? Do you remember that every time? That a man passed by? Or just, you know, does it take you back <laughs> to that memory? Yeah. Yeah. And, right, and, so, and then plus nobody lets me forget it. All right. <laughs> so this is the weirdest thing ever. Uh, it's, it's so crazy how often our stuff is so similar. Cause even though I've never been a cologne wearer, like mm-hmm. as an adult, mm-hmm. Uh-oh. did you wear it when you're young? <laughs> when I was in high school, <clears throat> when I was in high school, and I'm sure you, I mean, we were in high school at the same time, even though you are an entire nine months older than me Yep. in the early eighties, the, all the rage was Jovan Musk. I thought it was Polo. No, that was later. later. Polo was like <laughs> college. college. Okay, yeah. that's right. <laughs> so we're dating ourselves. So Jovan Musk was was high school, and I couldn't afford Jovan Musk. Mm. So I was, you know, I, all the other kids were wearing button downs and penny loafers, and you know, I was still wearing my Converse and my, you know, uh, silk disco shirt. So that's how <laughs> that's how out of style I was. Oh my god! But it was also because we, you know. Uh, you had to stretch a dollar. Well, yeah, our, our my, my parents provided very well for us all the things that we needed, but luxuries were not something that came easily. And Jovan Musk was a luxury. <laughs> Jovan Musk was a luxury. So I was always so jealous of the kids with the button downs and the members only jackets and the penny loafers and all that kind of stuff. So I asked for Jovan Musk for Christmas. Are you kidding me? I it, well, oh, I mean, wow. it wasn't the only thing I asked for. Okay, it, it was not. <laughs> I got some other stuff too. Okay. But I did get some Jovan Musk in my stocking. All right. And so if I smell, and, and even though Jovan Musk, I, I don't, don't even guess know it's what really that popular. smells like. You're kidding me. No, I mean, I'm sure if you. It's in the little orange box. I mean, you know, I even remember. Does it what smell it, like a man passed by? We, you know, <laughs> yeah. We, I used to even go by, you know, you can go and they'll have like the tester bottles. and you, so At I Walmart? Go, wherever i don't know i would go and spray it on myself because i i couldn't afford to buy any so oh my go god to, go to the drugstore <laughs> you are so bad <laughs> that's horrible that's embarrassing uh, uh, so but in a very cute way so anyway that was that was my smell thing Insurance services provided through Freedom Financial Group. Any and all other services related to insurance are an outside-of-business activity and are not offered through or supervised by AE Wealth Management, LLC. Insurance products are offered through the insurance business Freedom Financial Group. Freedom Financial Group is also an investment advisory practice that offers products and services through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. AEWM does not offer insurance products. The insurance products offered by Freedom Financial Group are not subject to investment advisor requirements. AEWM and Freedom Financial Group are not affiliated companies. Investment advisory services made available through AE Wealth Management LLC. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Freedom Financial Group is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this podcast shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Freedom Financial Group.